Unscripted. Unshackled. Uncouth. What you're about to hear is for mature audiences only. It's Miguel Fuller. Holly O'Connor. And Scotty the Body. It's the Miguel and Holly Uncensored Podcast. Only on Hot 101.5. Well, hello and welcome to the podcast. Ooh, loud. You came in hot. Yeah, oh, I did. sorry. That's hey, okay. You got a big old voice. Oh, got a big old dome piece. That's what I got. What? Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> I told you all last week on the show, on our broadcast show, that they switched over a lot of um, at our dentist office. Like there's like a whole switcheroo where Ooh. there's now um, a, like a new dental hygienist and dentist. And all oh stuff. yeah, because yeah. somebody was real rough with your gums. Oh girl, she was like digging in. Mm. But just like every dentist I've been to now, or a dental hygienist, their comment is always. You have a really big mouth. You do. Like, Look at the size of that wow. thing. Wow. Like is just that appropriate though. Like I mean, I take it as a compliment. I think it is. Uh, how how yeah. much could you open your mouth? Uh, I don't know if that. I don't know if you can tell. You just have know, to like. Yeah. You got to put a finger in there. Yeah. No. <laughs> you got to. No one's dig putting up fingers in my mouth right now. <laughs> Ollie, go ahead. No, I'm okay. Let's take a second. How I many fingers? Can I, uh, I got a uh, big mouth. Uh, I don't know. I can almost, can you fit your fist in your mouth? Oh. Oh. <laughs> no, you can't. Did you say we're live on the face? <laughs> we're live <laughs> on, on the YouTube. YouTube. <laughs> uh-huh. Someone's going to take a screenshot. Oh, wow. Holly's got a big old mouth. Uh-huh. She can fit her fist in. <laughs> a whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, uh, two things. Fingers are all wet. I know why. Well, we got two things I want to talk about today. <laughs> Um, I wanted no, to. <laughs> Thank you for the paper towels. Uh, I wanted to talk about what we didn't get to on the uh, podcast on Friday about Charlie Puth. Oh, oh yeah. wow! And the tweet. Now <sighs> that right. we don't have, uh, a we don't know for sure that there's a child listening. Oh wait, sorry, that was my TikTok that went off. Um. So anyway, sorry, I'm trying to find her stuff. <laughs> So, yeah, we're going to talk about what Charlie Puth. That's going to get right a real now? adult. No, 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 no. We're going to do that on the other side. Okay. We're going to do that. <laughs> no, we're not going to do that Back now. friends on um, the other side. Yep. I wanted to introduce you. You can turn her up now. Uh, her name is Sam. And I first came across her on TikTok mm-hmm. uh, probably last year, I think. And I really enjoyed her videos because it was very, like, she plays two or three characters and sort of going through, like, real-world situations about, like, what happens in retail life, uh, what happens uh, in server life. And it was always, like, really funny and on point. Yeah. And then one day I was, like, scrolling through my Instagram after one of our, our TikTok, after one of our TikTok challenges, and I saw that she had commented on it, and I was like, what? No. She commented on mine? What are you talking about? Because, like, right now, she's got 7.7 million followers that's on like TikTok. That's an entire state. <laughs> yes. That's like the population of Montana. <laughs> I think I think it may be less than that, actually. I don't Seriously. know. Seriously. Um, and so I was like, oh, my gosh, she's got 88, I think, thousand followers on Instagram. And I was Holy. like, Whoa. And then I started to see her content. Uh, she was sponsored, or she was sponsoring Dunkin' Donuts, other brands. And I was like, hey, girl, <laughs> how you know me? And she listens to the show. She's oh, a Miguel and Holly fan member. That's amazing. 
coming. And so please give it up for Sam. Yeah. Hi. Hi. Thank you for joining the podcast. Now, here's the thing. Your handle, I I try to pronounce it, but I have absolutely no clue. It's spelled S N E R I X X. What is that? Does is that say something? Or Yeah, good question. I don't actually know what that means. <laughs> so actually, oh. originally when I made the account, I did not have any plans of this being like a thing at all. <laughs> so it's really just a combination of my first name, middle name, and last name. Mm. So there's no right or wrong name to pronounce it. But since so many people are just like, what the fuck is your actual name? Like, who are you? Yeah. Um, yeah. I just say Sneerix because that's phonetically what it looks like. So mm. if you call me something different, whatever, I'll probably still respond to it. So. Oh, you! I know you. I'm following yeah. you on Instagram. Okay. Yes. And oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I, that was a while back. Mainly, I didn't even know that you were you or any like any of this. I just saw your hair and I was like, I like that girl style. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's pretty much why people follow me. It's it's the hair. I love it. Well, then I love your content too. I would have not followed you had it not been good content. So you do oh. both well. Well, let me just say, I the fact that you were even introducing me that way, like, oh, she has all these followers, and I'm sitting here like. Are you kidding me? I'm talking to Miguel and Holly right and Scotty right now. Like this is more of like a big moment for me than like you guys have any idea. Like this oh, is crazy. Thank <laughs> you. We appreciate that. It's so funny, like this what's considered and like how you get to be celebrity. Cause like we feel the same way. I mean, we just feel like, oh, we just walk into a studio and we do, you know, our job that we get a paycheck for every couple weeks and we get a 401k and we try to just do the best and we get reviewed and our bosses tell us we suck sometimes yelling at our kids in public like well i do anyway right and i was just like literally i got an alert uh for one of my checking accounts and it was like oh you dropped below 25 dollars and i was like "Uh oh let me transfer some money you know so it's just like right right it's like we're real people but it just because you see them you know in this different light you're like oh my gosh this isn't like a real person yeah but that's what i feel like with you like look i see your stuff all the time so let's sort of walk back a little bit so you're from the tampa bay area yeah, no, I've been in Tampa almost my whole life. I was born in Massachusetts, and my family moved here when I was four, and I've been here uh, besides when I went to college briefly. But, yeah, I've been here this whole time. Okay. Now, when did you start your uh, TikTok account? I started back in 2020 because, obviously, the pandemic, there was literally nothing going on. Yeah. Everybody cut back on hours. Yep. And it's funny because before TikTok, I like all my regular like personal social media accounts, I have like 100 friends. Like I'm not a social person at all. So I really just did this kind of like for my own entertainment. And uh, back in college, I wanted to do like video editing and stuff like that. So I was like, this is just something I can do on the side and whatever. Mm-hmm. And hence the fact that my username doesn't make any sense. And um, then that was back in March, and I'd say kind of in May of 2020, I posted a video, and that, like, overnight took off, and I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I don't know what to do with this attention. Yeah. And from there, um, just kind of just kept growing, and it, it has been very weird. That's now, awesome. What was that yeah. first video you posted, Sam? So I, I actually used somebody else's audio, and it's annoying because that audio was removed since then, so oh, I can't I hate even when that happens. Oh, know, that's the worst. Stupid. Yeah, so it was a video of uh, you could hear the the audio is like a mother in the background yelling at a kid about their grades. So I use it as like you over like a kid overhearing their sibling uh, getting yelled at, and so they're in the room like cleaning up as fast as they can before you know the parent reaches their room, and yeah. that's, that's yes. what the video was. And I, I guess it. that kind of resonated with people, and so I kind of took it from there. And I was like, okay, people like 
this sort of point of view, or at least they, they can relate to parents yelling at them at the very least or things like that. So from there, I kind of started going into teacher videos because I was working in schools at the time. So I had things to kind of reference that everyone can relate to. Um, and I noticed I kind of gained um, a bigger audience, but a lot of them were very young. <laughs> I would say they'd probably be – some people would be like, hi, I'm nine. And I'm like, oh, my God. Oh. oh. You're like – You have to be 13 to be on here, but no worries. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it's that stressful because, like, we were doing our podcast last week, and there was a 14-year-old watching live, <laughs> and it made us so awkward. We're like, how do we do our job now? Uh Yes, I, I literally was listening to that because I was like, I really want to know what happened with Charlie Coop. So I was really upset. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody does. But like, we were like, oh, my God, we have a responsibility now because we know about it. So I like, you know about it. Do you have like, are you just like, well, not my issue? Because it really is not your issue at the end of the day. Yeah, honestly, there, I have just because of the fact that sometimes I'm like, listen, this is my content's not appropriate. Sometimes I'll even like block them because I'm like, sorry, this is not for you. And like, you know. Sometimes they'll be like, oh, me and my mom watch it. And I'm like, okay, well, at least your mom is there. I, right. I, I mean, I, yeah. I can't do anything about it. And having 7 million followers, I'm like, it's going to happen. I can't yeah. control it. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Whatever. Yeah. That is amazing. It happens. So, like, once you started to see that your videos were regularly getting lots of viewers, like, did you feel the pressure to always perform and to always put out the best content possible? That's always my question, too, because I see a lot of content creators like you that I, I suddenly, like, you know, fall in love with, and I'm like, can't wait for something new to pop out. That pressure has to be insane. Yeah, yeah. and I think I'm kind of the biggest one putting pressure on myself, yeah. honestly. Right. And um, I would say, like, you know, I think coming up with the content itself is the hardest part, but then I've, I've really had to back up and tell myself the numbers of course they measure success but at the end of the day they really don't matter like i my worth is not my video views or my likes or however many followers i have like mm -hmm. i am who i am and i've always been this person before a year ago when all of a sudden these people found me so i just really try and remind myself like i'm not going to put out the best content if i'm constantly stressed if i'm constantly looking at the numbers yeah because i'll put out videos and i'm like oh shit this didn't do good i need to take it down because i'm so embarrassed i'm like that's not productive for me that's because i like the video so i'm like who cares if no yeah. one else likes the video? so it's yeah. kind of been a whole learning process for me to try and remember like what i like and what i want to put out and putting that out there really no matter what the results are mm -hmm. um so that's kind of been the biggest pressure anyways pressure i'm putting on myself i would say so yeah. I've, I've really had to start not looking at numbers and i've tried because it tiktok is weird because it tells you every day how much you've made from the day before so i've tried not to even look at that Wait, I'm like what yeah well, i mean because you you're in that it's from ads is that is it ad revenue that's coming in or how do they do it i don't think anyone actually knows how tiktok pays their creators it's very inconsistent which is very frustrating yeah so i've heard different things like i've heard oh it's from the amount of um, interactions you have and then i heard that it's only from shares so it's like really weird and i unfortunately don't have a good answer for how that works i don't know if anyone actually knows wow they're not like, they're like we don't, don't even explain it form. they're like hey, here they're, i feel like they just shook some money at you they're like here you go <laughs> here's a quarter literally literally here's five dollars one day and here's a thousand dollars the next day you don't know where your money gonna come from next girl <laughs> literally yes
Now, 100%, yes. That's what's so curious because, you know, I'm always interested in about money go. and about just how that <laughs> works because I just find it fascinating. So, like, I literally, right before we started, I Googled your uh, TikTok name just to see, like, what comes up. And there is this website called Celebs Life Real. And it has your TikTok name and it has like your date of birth, uh, your zodiac sign, your ethnicity, your exact location. Like it has your height. Like that, like how do they figure that out? Like, what? Yes. Weird. Are you 5'6? I'm 5'5. Girl, somehow. They always add an inch on the internet. Yeah, they do. Mm, Scott does. <laughs> okay. Whatever. Mm, five, seven. <laughs> I'm five, eight. Wow. Um, All right. So now, obviously, I'm not asking you any, like, direct questions about how much money you have. But I just want to say, like, are they even in the ballpark? It says that your net worth is 300000 to 400000 Is That's that hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Oh. So that's like nowhere, not even like like girl buy. It's not like no. No, that would be if I was making the max amount that they give out on TikTok, like every single day. There's no way they must assume <laughs> that, was- that you do. I mean, whoever puts together this website must assume that you're like the top tier of TikTok creators. Which is hilarious because they take my content down like every week and they won't verify me. So honestly, there's a lot of people out there that are bigger than me and they just are, they're in like the 30 millions of followers. So it's crazy the way that people grow and just the amount of money they could possibly make just or not not. on TikTok. Who knows? So like the money that you have made, Sam, have you been like, has it changed your life or would you equate it to like a part-time job, like a side hustle you have? So let me just put it this way. I was working a, well, when the pandemic hit, it went down to more part-time, but my part-time job ended up being so insignificant that I was like, even, it was like a waste of gas to go at that point because of the amount that I was making on TikTok at the time. This was over a year ago. Um, I would say weekly I was making um, at my old job, the amount that I would make per day on TikTok. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. That, that's a little life-changing. Now, has that come That's come down since then? Oh, yeah, yeah. TikTok is, I don't really know what happened because I know back when they started paying people, I I, and I don't know if, I, I could be talking on my ass here. So <laughs> I heard that there was some sort of grant or something. And so they had a lot of this money that they were wanting to get people to get onto TikTok. So they're like, hey, we're going to pay you. We have a creator fund now. Mm. And um, it's it, the amount of, the difference in the amount that I get paid per day is like, it, it, I don't even. I, I don't really know how to say it without giving you numbers, but it's it's like stupid. Oh. Mm, so like yeah. one day it could be a lot, and one day it could just be like, oh, here's twenty dollars. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Wow, it's got to be very frustrating as a creator. It is, and that's kind of why I've had to really pull back from being obsessed with all that stuff. Yeah. And fortunately, there's other websites too that I've kind of you know like YouTube mm-hmm. things like that that I've kind of gotten into, and they are much more. YouTube's um, doing it like in a, they have like a form, you know what I mean? I feel like YouTube they have like a whole ass business. Yes. Like they're like so legit. Yeah. TikTok's just like, eh, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> so, have you been able to parlay your seven million followers on TikTok to other platforms to monetize it? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Um, everything. It's weird how. I think on TikTok, people are kind of just scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. And if you're like, hey, go to my Instagram, they're just like, no, I'm scrolling, you know? So yeah. you really have to kind of give people an incentive to go other places. Or 
for example, on YouTube, they have this new feature called Shorts, which yeah. is literally just TikTok on YouTube. Yeah. And so I've just been uploading my old TikToks on there as if, like, they're brand new. And that seems to be working, too. So people who haven't seen them are like, who the hell is this girl? I've never seen uh-huh. this video. Oh. Old, so. Wow, because I'm looking at your uh, YouTube now, and you've got 436,000 subscribers. Oh my god! On there, yeah, so I mean, so would you say that your living comes from creating content on social media? Oh, 100 percent, yes. Same, wow. which is awesome. That's so cool. That is just amazing. I love that so much because mm-hmm. what it does is it takes the power out of. Sorry for, you know, saying it, but like a couple of old white men who choose (laughs) what content is put out. Mm. I mean, let's be honest, when it comes to radio, TV, Internet, I mean, you have a few decision makers who try to decide what the like literally our very diverse country should be entertained by. Yeah. And so when you can take the power out of their hands and then you can put it into someone like Sam, like, did you even dream of 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 being able to create content like this two years ago? I've always, I've always wanted to, but I'm such like an introverted, anxious person that I was like, oh, that's just never going to be a thing. But I've always like, I've always wanted to do film editing and just be in that sort of creative realm. But no, I never actually saw myself being in this position. It's, and it just happened so fast that it's just wow. very surreal. That's amazing. That's so awesome. how, how has your family reacted to your internet <laughs> fame? My dad is, when I say my number one fan, that is an understatement. He is literally, like, texting me, like, all these ideas that he has. And he's like, oh, you can have Karen, you know, go into, because I do these Karen reenactment type videos, just kind of making fun of scenarios. And he he had this whole elaborate scenario that had something to do with, like, a snake and, like, a ladder once. And I was like, where am I getting all of these? Stuff? Like, are you supplying this stuff? Right. Who's going who's gonna to film this, by the way? Because I do this all myself. So. Wow. He, yeah, my family has been really supportive, and it's it's been really, really awesome. I love that. I love that they're on board and that they get it, and Dad's even chipping in with ideas. Like, that is so it, – it could have gone wrong. Like, it could have gone in a way where, like, your parents are like, I don't get what you're doing. Can you right. get a real job? And you're like, no. <laughs> so that's great. I love that for you. Yeah, which is funny because my dad has always been very much like, you know, we want you to be successful and working and, you know, doing the best that you can. And so I got my – graduate degree and really did nothing with it because this took off and so yeah. at first my parents were like hey like don't you want to maybe go like do something just just to be sure this this is working you know just have something in the background and I was like yeah no I'm, I'm good I'm, I'm, I'm gonna stick with what yeah. I'm doing right now and once yeah, that fails I'll, I'll you know figure it out but yeah. for now I'm just gonna take advantage because this is probably never gonna happen again so <laughs> Now, do you have a team with you at all, or is it just literally strictly just you in your house by yourself? A lot of it is me and myself because I'm such a weird control person. I need to have control of, like, the camera and, like, what I'm saying and all the angles and all the editing and all that. So it was kind of a big deal for me that recently I I paired with a management group that's local in Tampa, and they do a lot of big stuff on YouTube. And I went to high school with them, so, like, I kind of have a history with them. I know them. So that was the only reason why I was willing to kind of – loosen the reins a little bit and let them help me. So that was actually how I got a brand deal with Duncan. Um, or, oh. or, yeah, you know, I'm not affiliated with them or anything like that, but I just did that video for the campaign and I wouldn't have been able to do that without them. Cause anybody that emails me, I'm just like, this is a scam. Cause most of them, are, like a lot of them are. Right. And then you don't, yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah. And that's the thing is because people that have grown on TikTok 
weren't really prepared for it. I feel like these brands are reaching out to them and taking advantage of them yeah. because they know that they don't know what they're doing, essentially, and they maybe not have a management team. 100%. I've, I heard of um, somebody who paired with this team, and I think they were like, oh, you know, we're going to pay you. Send us the video. And he sent the video, and they never posted it. They never paid him. Ooh. And, yeah, it was. it's just so fucked up how there's just so many people out there that just want to almost like – I don't want to word, use the word leech, but that's kind of what's going on. It's true. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have a couple of friends that are not maybe content creators in that sense on social media, but they do a lot of freelance work in the media. And that's something that I've seen a lot that they're posting about is that there are companies that apparently are notorious for not paying right on time or they end up sending out excuses of like, well, we pay at the end of the quarter or Mm -hmm. we pay after this certain threshold of whatever you do where it's like shady, shady, shady. That's why I say do like Aretha Franklin used to do when she used to tour around the country. She used to get paid up front. She'd put the money in her purse and then she'd slap her purse on the piano and it would always be an eyesight and she never left her eye off that purse because she got screwed over so many times in a totally different way. But you got to get your fucking money first. Mm, Always get your money first. Respect. Yes. Scott, you had a question? Yeah, I was curious. Do you get to, like, collaborate with other TikTokers? Like, in your, I mean, obviously, you have an enormous amount of followers. So now I feel like you're in another level of, like, I could reach out to so-and-so and Scott get said, some more can you insight. collaborate with me? No, I, don't, <laughs> no, I ain't got nothing like that. No, you had one post go viral. That yeah, that was it. I didn't have that hot, <laughs> hot ticket. So I'm just curious, like, do you, like, do others reach out to yeah, you? Do you reach out to like, others? Maybe, like, one of your favorite per- people has, like, suddenly has another one of your favorite people starring in their video. You're like, look at that crossover. Yeah. Um, so I did one collaboration and it was actually with somebody that also lives in Florida, but we didn't actually meet up. It was all just kind of like, I'll send you videos and you edit it. I don't know if you guys have heard of him, but his name is OMG. It's Wix. And he does a lot of Florida based comedy, stuff like that. So that That's was the only collab problem. I've done so far. Wait, is he, what, what's his name again? I think it's OMG. It's Wix. And I think that's W-I-C-K-S. Or it's oh, W-I-C-K-S. yes. I love his stuff where he'll be like, like he'll like pretend to be a gnat in Florida or something (laughs) where it's like, yes, I see. I actually, I follow him. I see his stuff all the time. He's fantastic. Oh my God. He's my favorite. Yes. (laughs) This is how terrible I am at like following and liking and stuff. I didn't even know that was his name. I just know that I come across his stuff. Like he's, he's basically like, yes, the king of Florida stuff where he'll, he talks about alligators and hurricanes and Waffle House closing and during hurricanes, like stuff like that. I know you probably... Like, once you look into Sam that we have on here and you look into it, chances are you've probably seen her. Same thing with this guy. So mm-hmm. just do a little TikTok researching. How cool. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So you guys need to talk to him next because he's really great. Now, does he live in the area? Uh, not in the Tampa Bay area, but he's probably like two hours from here. I think he's in Fort Myers. Mm. Oh, that's awesome. So when, like, so when we do our, well. <laughs> Where are you going with this? Uh, so Sam, uh, because you are a fan member, I'm assuming you've seen some of our <laughs> TikTok challenges that we do every week. Oh yeah, every week I watch them definitely. Um, oh, how could we level up? No, we can't. <laughs> we can't. No. I bet you look at us and our old raggedy asses trying to do stuff on TikTok. Are you like? Oh, I'm just embarrassed. You're like, oh my poor friend. No. Oh my god. No, because like those. Some of those dances are really fucking hard. Like, the fact that you guys learn them, I, I have so much respect for because I'm like, I can't even do that shit. That's so hard. 
Mm. So that's our yeah. specialty. We dance. Yeah, yeah we do. we're dancers. Yeah. Those are the ones. When Scott does those ones, I'm always like, ah, oh, this is gonna take me a minute. Yeah. It doesn't ever take too long, but it just takes long enough that it's it's annoying. But yeah. Afterwards, yeah. I always get really like proud. <laughs> like right. afterward, I'm like, look what I did. See? Yeah. I know. Look what I made. Yeah. I did that. <laughs> I did a thing. Bust it out one time. One one time on the air, we'll have to have you judge our our TikToks, our TikToks. And see oh how we do as a TikTok professional. Uh-huh. Um, a professional, I love that. Yeah. A TikTok professional. A, tic- a professional TikToker. Um, so real quick before we let you go, Sam, I wanted to ask because I mean this has obviously been a life changing um, thing that's happened to you. I mean, like literally, as I was doing a little more research on you, and I saw that like the the U.S. Sun uh, did a, an interview with you about one of your TikToks going viral. Uh, you know, not about- me. No? They didn't ask me anything. <laughs> no. Oh, geez. They basically just took your stuff and then just wrote an article about it? About it. Yeah, I think I know which one you're talking about. My dad sent to me, and I was just like, oh, that's me. <laughs> what the fuck? Wow. I hate that. Then they, they put sucks. it out like they know you. Right. Like, I was sitting here thinking, like, oh, wow, okay, she's really, like, she's doing interviews with people and stuff, like. No, nope. Lazy. Lazy journalism is what I call it. Right. I hate that for you. Well, I'm curious. What was that one purchase you made with this money that you were like, you know what? This is like something for me. I earned it. I have worked my way to 7.7 million followers on TikTok. Mm -hmm. Here's something I just want to purchase out of the blue just because. This isn't exactly an item, but me and my husband just took our anniversary and we went to New York City, which is we're both homebodies. So that was like totally out of our element. And we went to a nice hotel and we like made sure to get nice dinner. So we just spent time together and didn't really have to worry about how much we're spending and things Mm. like that. So it was just nice to be able to be with my husband and just be totally carefree, you know, celebrating our anniversary together. And then the other purchase I made, which is boring, but I paid off my car, so that's a big-ass deal. Yes, yes, yes. That's, I mean, can you imagine in, what, February of 2020, you being able to say, two years later, I paid off my car with TikTok and YouTube money. TikTok money. Oh, I love it. Yeah, no, I, no, never thought. Never. That's amazing. Uh, that is fantastic. By the way, to cap this all off, I just want to let you all know that I, earlier I said that's like the population of Montana. <laughs> Montana's population is one million people. Oh, yeah. We're talking about the population of, like, over the population of Missouri. Wow. Oh, my God. All of St. Louis and everything else that's in Missouri that I don't know about, that's that's where your population is. That means you deserve two two senators to represent you in the U.S. Senate. (laughs) New whole Senate. That's crazy. I love it. Well, congratulations, Sam. This is so awesome. And I love just spotlighting the different ways that if you take it seriously but have fun, because it sounds like you treat it like a job, but with anything you try to have fun with it, you can be successful. Mm. Right, exactly. And real quick, if someone's wanting to be a a TikTok star, any quick tips you have for them if they want to get on Sam's level? I would say just do it. Like, I know there's a lot of hesitations in starting. Like, you may be embarrassed that your friends might see it or somebody might, you know, I don't know. There just might be those insecurities that you're just not wanting to do it. And I would say if there's something that you care about or something that you want to share or if you just want to 
do your makeup on camera, like just do it because it's never going to happen for you if you don't actually make that mm. first. It doesn't even have to be a video. It can be whatever the hell you want that you want to put yourself out there with. It, you know, it's not just, I know sometimes TikTok especially is known for pretty girls dancing and, you know, doing these, like, oh, I'm a pretty girl on TikTok and it's not going to just be that for everybody. So to really put your effort into something you care about and just mm. your creativity, I, I would say just go for it. Everyone else can fuck off. <laughs> oh, yeah! Yes! <laughs> you know, that's actually beautiful because just the other day I was looking at TikTok and I was going down this uh, TikTok wormhole of wedding stuff and then I went down gay weddings and it was like all these just beautiful-looking guys on their beautiful-looking weddings. Just make them happier than and you. I know, but it's one of the... It's, it's, listen, it's, it's visual, and yeah. so it's like you can't help that feeling you get of like, oh, I'd love for Abe and I, my fiancé and I, to do something couple that could be ours that we could do. Because he he's a ham. He's shy, but he's a ham. And if we spent time to do it, but then I'm like, well, I don't know. We're not like the pretty gays. So, like, we can't do shirtless. I'm not doing shirtless videos, you know, like most of the guys that I see that are gay on TikTok that are popular. But I think you hit the nail on the head is that there is an audience for anything and that you can be pretty and get all the followers you want. But where's the substance? What's something yeah, that's, that people that's can... not relatable at all? Right. What no can one can people... relate to to that shit. Yes, no. yes. Who can hold on to that? Yes, you're pretty and it's cute, but like you're gonna get old eventually. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, Sam, where can everyone find you on social media? So, uh, yep, I'm on TikTok, uh, YouTube. I'm on Snapchat and Twitter and all that fun stuff. And it's uh, Snerix, S N E R I X X. On all my social medias except Instagram, it has a little underscore at the end, so it's S N E R I X X underscore love it thank you so much sam for joining us we appreciate it and keep making that tiktok money girl yeah <laughs> thank you for having me i appreciate you guys absolutely bye 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 oh that's so that cool fun i didn't know that was her i've been following her on instagram for a minute i just wasn't following her on tiktok i don't mm. know why well mm -hmm. the <clears throat> it's not like i search people out on tiktok yeah i right. never look it's just they just pop up who happens to come through my fyp that's all mm -hmm. i like her hair yeah, mm. I'm telling you. That's what ah. caught my eye at first. Because she actually DM'd me about something that she must have heard on the show. <clears throat> and I thought she was like, oh, hey, this is a fan member because I get a lot of DMs. And so then um, I saw her hair and I she, we had like a good back and forth exchange. And I'm like, boop, follow. Mm. They don't follow a whole lot of people. Um, but I see her content and I'm like, God, this is funny. That is so fantastic. So, Scott, does this inspire you? Yeah. I mean, again, like, that's why I got another, like, place to live. Like, me and my buddy are renting because I have four bedrooms and it's just him and I living in it. Because one of it's going to be, like, a studio to, like, do stuff and work on stuff and put out music for, like, the show and put out videos for channels and vlogs and podcasts. Mm. I want to have another creative outlet. Like, just in case things go south and, you know, I get fired one day. It's like, oh. well, you're on your own, kid. Right, bye. And be like, you know what? I got this. Yeah. But I do want that extra space just to be creative. I love being creative. It's just right now I don't feel like I have a space to do it. But we're creating that space to do it. Good. So good. are you going to start creating songs for the show again? Yeah. Actually, well, what I want to do is I want to make a freaking Thanksgiving song because there's no Thanksgiving songs. If you did that, I would be so happy. Like, I, know, I would, would I know. love a Thanksgiving song. Me too. Know, me too. All we had is, we just have the one that we've been clinging to from Adam Sandler since ni 1994. I love that song, though, for real, though. I mean, Legit. it's a great song. But I will. I do want to work on it. It's just, it's again, it's like Sam said, like, when you're doing everything, it's 
a lot. I know. So it's like, okay, I got to put everything together, and then you're your biggest critic. So, and then the times just tick a tick 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 tick, and then next thing you know, Thanksgiving we're done. I know. I think that's one of the hardest things about putting out content on social media is not judging yourself because I feel like I always encourage people to do it, and then I'll have a thought of like, you know, because because of what we do for a living, I have a lot of thoughts on a lot of things. Yeah, <laughs> and then person. like sometimes though it's like to be a hundred percent honest, like it's a little too controversial or out there to be on our regular broadcast show because that's not what that vehicle is for. And yes, we would like to sit here and say it's our show, but like we are employees of a company, like it's their show. And it's- we're not even like yes, we're employees of the company, but we are also broadcasting on the federally owned airwaves. Right. Right. Like, that we. We don't have control over the whole thing. Exactly. So it's not it's not us. We're here to entertain and to have fun. But then there are other things that are a little bit deeper and a little bit more controversial and political that I'd like to talk about. But then I'm just like, oh, I don't want to offend anybody. I don't know if I'm going to like it or whatever. I know. And you know what, too, is like I think about this because I, I have some thoughts like for future stuff that I would like to speak on one day. And I really have to like gird your loins because you it would be it'll be great because like what Sam was talking about you put it out those people your people will find your you. people and there's an mm-hmm. audience for everybody there is and I feel like I could truly help in a couple of different arenas and also I just want to share your story I think it was Maya Angelou that was like there is no worse I'm just paraphrasing a quote but it's like there's like no worse feeling inside than like a, an untold story like mm. it kills you with an untold story so there's all that but. I'm not naive enough to think that there are not going to be, like, online trolls that keep creating new profiles because apparently they don't have work or anything to do during the day or family or loved ones or hobbies. And they will, like, just come at you. And, like, even, like, the upper echelon level of celebrities cannot deal with these people. Right. Because you want to be like, oh, just brush it off. But they, like, dig in. They Mm -hmm. dig in. And not only that, I worry about safety. Like, I worry about... You come out with something, like for you, Miguel, that may be controversial, uh, and you're going to find your family, you find your niche, but then you've got the people that are so unhinged, and they want to come hunt you down. And I have a kid. What if they hunt her down? Like, there's all these things that, like, I do think of in the back of my head where part of me is, like, just, fuck it. I'm going to put my stuff out. But then the other part of me is, like, is everyone going to be safe? Right. And also, like, let's just say, yes, we are safe. Can I deal with at least seeing some of the hate day after day after day because I know it's there. Mm. No, well, again, then it's going to be a lot on you to be like, okay, if I catch myself scrolling through comments, why? I'm looking for that one negative comment that's going to throw that, me off. And I'm I'm sure. And the way I handle my social media now is um, we're, we're very lucky. Like, I don't know about the two of you. I would say we don't get that much hate. No. Right? Like, we're you very be, lucky. Throw back at you. No, I'm just joking. I ignore it. We're lucky. because So we don't have to see it. And even if I just, you know, didn't want to engage with it, I still have to see it if I want to answer the people and talk to the people that are good. Like, the, the positive Supporters, people. Right. Like, I want to look through the DMs and, and get back to people. But then you have to wade through the trash to get to it. And we don't really have to do through, do a lot of wading Right now. Right, right now, now, yeah. I get, well, yeah, I mean, it's it's sometimes like saying is like the more hated you have, it's like good. No, it, that's true. It's just, you know, you got to just make sure that you realize in that moment, it's like, wait, this person actually doesn't have any idea who I am. Like, I they, know. They have no connection to my life. It could be, honestly, a robot from Russia. I know. It's, it's so bizarre. Like, you got to get your little battle gear on mm-hmm. to be, be like, ready. these people are hurting so badly themselves that that's where it comes from. Yes. Um, But it's just, I, I can't imagine the onslaught day after day. So that's what. 
Yeah. Bit. But, like, the cooler thing is, is, like, this is what, you know, I hope to continue to, like, do for myself is, like, remembering that it's, like, when you put those things out, if it just helps, like, one person. Yeah, Especially for your stories or especially, like, even, like, sharing. I remember, like, talking to you about this, Miguel, too, is, like, when you talk about, like, that process of, like, coming out and helping our young communities come out and be and live in their true authentic self. And I just remember calls coming in when I first got on the show and, like, people were, like, you help me come live my truth. And it's, like, that is so powerful because there might be other people that are, like, why are they talking about this on the radio? Blah, 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 blah. But it honestly, in reality, it could have saved one person's life. One mm. person that didn't realize, like, how powerful your story was. And they're like, you know what? I actually should be living in my truth. I can. I live in a world where I have people around me that support me and love me no matter what. And so either of those stories, and no matter who's listening right now, that story has impact. It has power. And so I think it's way wor- like more worth it to share it and save at least one person rather than holding it until your last day and being like, what if? Right. You know, even though people are going to hate on it, like, that's fine. But it also is going to save a lot of people. That's your story. Can't change it. Before we go. You going to talk about Charlie Puth? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was just giving a second of silence just to, like, separate that really meaningful, deep conversation with the, what we're about to talk about. Okay. Let it breathe. Good. That's fine. Yeah. <sighs> let it breathe. Okay. Let like, it breathe. Let it thoughts. breathe. Let it breathe. So last <laughs> week on uh, Friday <laughs> or, like, Early Friday at like 12, 12 a.m., one Mr. Charlie Puth, Mr. Attention, mm-hmm. Mr. Uh, Attention W, one call away, mm. he tweeted, <laughs> edging is fun, yeah? So then Grinder, the gay dating hookup app, responded and said, Yes, it is, devil face. So then people started to post, does Charlie know what edging is? What is he talking about? What, Charlie, what you talking about, baby? Well, can we back up because some certain people on this podcast did not know what that meant. Well, and that's what I want this conversation to be around is as a gay man, that's one of those terms that I know, I hear, and I assume that everybody knows. It's an adult term. And so then when I was like, y'all, oh, my God, look what Charlie Puth posted, both of you were like, what? Like his hair edges? I thought it was because like, that's <laughs> yeah. what happened. Like, you don't you get edged up? I do, yes, every week. So I was like, is he saying it's fun to get his hair done? Right. And so I was like, no, that's not what that means. There's just been so many t- so many times in history where <laughs> Miguel would say something. Holly's like, I don't know what that means. And then Miguel has to explain it. And then Holly has to be like, oh, oh. that's our relationship. Um, so, Scott, did you did you know what it was? I didn't know. No, I didn't know that's what it was. I thought yeah. it was something else. I thought it was a way just to uh, play with the thing. but To uh, play with your thing? I thought it was a way of, like, somebody, like, like, it, whatever. Never mind. No. I don't think. I'm curious. I, I don't know. Well, I guess we get graphic here. Like, it was just a way to, like, rub your dong. Like, a, mm-hmm. a certain way. Right. Yeah. And, Holly, um, after you saw my reaction of, like, oh, that's not what that means. I was like, that must not be a hair. What, <laughs> <laughs> what did you think it meant? 
Um, the only thing that I could think of. Oh, I can't wait for this. Can't wait for this. Yeah. I thought it was another way to say rimming. Oh. What do you do? You're on the edge. You're... Scott, you have no clue what that means. No, I don't. I'm oh. Okay, that's a whole nother conversation. No, thought, just explain it really quick like, so I can understand. I thought like like edging was like. Like an edge job, like a rim job. Yeah. Oh, that's, like that's fun. When you're licking butts. Wow. All right. <laughs> this is sexy. Yeah, that's what. I that's thought what that's what it was because uh, the way uh, Miguel reacted. No, I, I like, would have thought that too. I didn't know that. I, mean, I edge, didn't know what it was. Rim edge. It seems like the same. Right. Real house. I don't know. Out here eating butts. Okay. <laughs> Hashtag. Never mind. Happy Monday. Oh, God. All right. So here is if you don't know what edging is. All right. Please explain. Edging is a method of stretching out how long it takes to reach orgasm for one or both partners. Though it's usually thought of as a technique for men to last longer, anyone can benefit from edging. Partners learn to communicate and completely stop sexual stimulation before orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> Well played, sir. Yes, thank you, Scott. Uh, so that's what it is. It's basically like, and I've, I'm not going to get. Wait, let me, yeah. like, oh. as we, it's just weird how the universe works because yeah. there's this show and oh. it's on Netflix. It's called Big Mouth. If you've ever seen Big Mouth, it's a hilarious animated show. Mm-hmm. Well, they have a whole, like, their whole first episode after we just talked about that was about edging. Oh. And I was like. And oh my god, like the show is off the walls. Like if you cannot handle like just ridiculous things, like don't watch the show. But if you want some good funny stuff and you want to see like a good animated feature of edging, holy shit, that first episode will get you. Oh, It'll get you. Oh. So basically, usually what how I've seen it referenced oh. in like gay adult material. I would say, and can we just back up real quick? I. Are we going to assume this is more so in the gay world? I mean, if we just have to paint with a broad stroke, broad, I would say broad, yes. Broad brush. Broad brush, I would say, because I know what it is, and Scott had no clue. So yeah, I'm thinking no, that it's something that, well. I just thought it was called frustration, but that's fine. Nah, well, because I think also, like, straight men don't talk to each other about, like, ejaculating. I don't know. Maybe whereas, my like, buddy do. Maybe I mean, but like you how do. you do it, yeah. when you do it, and like whereas like obviously with two gay men, like you got the That's, same equipment, so yeah. you're gonna be like a lot of conversation. Well, girl, let me tell you, honey. Oh wow. So usually what happens is in order for you to have a more powerful orgasm, you when you feel like you're about to climax, you just stop. Oh God. And it then, just sounds painful. I don't, I don't even want to do that. No, nah, like, I don't want. It just do. sounds like you're just gonna get ahead. Sometimes, like it. Sometimes it's so elusive that you're like, if I stop this train, I will punch somebody. That's else. what I'm saying. Even oh. if it's me, I'll punch me oh. in the face. Yeah, um, well, it's not that way. Um, so I'm not gonna get into my personal what I've experienced or have not experienced, but I will say that Jesus. it is a thing. I just don't understand, like, the point. I, I don't get it. It's Make it last longer? But It also... How are we going to do it for, like, eight hours? That's we, what I'm we saying. We got a job. Is, we got to eat. We got to work out. Amen. And this is why I'm saying this may be a gay man thing. Because as a woman, at some point, I'm like, wrap it the fuck up. I am done. Right. Well, and I will say, usually, like, if you're doing this with someone, it is, like, it's not during, like, Penetrative Intercourse. sex. Intercourse. Yes. It's now like. That makes more sense. Right. It's just you 
two buds just hanging out. And in other cases, I would also say same for women. Be like, wrap it the fuck. Right. <laughs> like, I don't know. I just well, and that's why I think yeah. it's probably more so for gay men because with women you'd be like, all right, I'm done. Whereas with two gay men, it's like, hey. Okay, I got it. So. So wild. Yeah. Back to Charlie Puth. Uh, Yeah. So Charlie Puth was like, hey, it's a thing, right? Fun, yeah. 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 And so I I mean he never really responded back to it. Um and then literally like the next day he said, It's get drunk and listen to two thousands R and B night. And then uh later that day he met uh like a spiritual leader. So I don't know. I don't know. What is card. going on with Charlie Pooh? I don't know. But I just, when I saw that post, I was like, oh, well, Charlie Pooh out here talking about edging. So then I then was grinder. talking to my friend and I sent a picture of Charlie Pooh when Holly and I met him years ago. Oh, yes. Yep, that's us. There's Charlie Pooh and there's us. Oh, yeah. Okay. Go to the YouTube channel. Yeah. Right. So, um,. Yeah, so that's the conversation about. But you could do this in a, a like a, a straight you situation. Could, absolutely, you, you could. should. You should. I Scott, I could tell you how to do it. I mean, what? You just get yourself all the way there, and then you're like, stop. Right. You just. All right, go ahead. And then you stop. No. Right. I'd that just sounds so frustrating. It's almost like the Squid Game. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Red light, green light. No, it's no, no. Uh-uh. Red light. I could just see my girlfriend being so frustrated with it, like. No, you do it. You you would do it by yourself. There's also no, one I, extra component here that I just by not, myself. It's usually like, all right, we got like a couple minutes here. Let's. No. There's just one more comp- there component. Day. I'm just not willing to like have my voice on record saying this. If out you write loud. it, I'll say it. But I'm just. No, uh, I'm not. It also. Uh, Hold on, turn our microphones off for one second. What the heck? Hold on. Are you sure this isn't like return the microphones off, but you're still going to hear it on YouTube? No. Oh, that's true. I have it. Let let me play some old time music. So that's also another reason why gay men use that, or men, just to... You know what's funny you about that? I mean, you don't just do with your bodies what you want. <laughs> yeah, I guess. But, like, <laughs> uh, that, mm, I don't know how much we go into that. But, like, the interesting thing about that is that I guess that would make sense that it's such a, a gay guy kind of thing. Because yeah. for us guys, we care about that. Like, we're like, oh, yeah, that's going to be dope. And if you have two of them... Yeah, you're going to be like, oh, man, I'm a, like. I had a conversation with my buddy about this. Like, oh, yeah. Like, this is going to show, like, I'm a man. And it, then you just realize, for, like, me, like, I know, know my girlfriend would not give a fuck. She would be like, Kay. okay, great. Mm-hmm. Go, H- high five for your me own out now. Yay. enjoyment. Yay. Yeah, that's interesting, though. That's really interesting yeah. because I could see why I would get the satisfaction of, like, yeah, hoo, hoo, beat my chest. Makes you feel good about yourself. Look at me go. But, like, the girl I mean, would be like, right. look at you, big man. Well, and it's sort of also like, you know, in the gay world or in just the sexual world, there's that, you know, importance that's put on to uh, guys' size. And it's one of those things where, like, why? Because it's a masculine thing. It's and so it's, weird. It's people that's find why... it hot, and I, I don't know. All right, we're just interesting 
species. Yeah. yeah. Right. We got to go. Yeah, well, that's how we're going to end it. Okay. <laughs> well. Oh, jeez. Okay. Well. well. Conversation cool about like yeah. we should have more conversations like this as a culture. Yeah, a no, culture. I mean, should we though? Why not? It's natural. I'll do I mean, it. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. I don't know though because I feel like a lot of the population will be like, I don't give up. Well, yeah, okay, well, not that specifically, I don't think, but like just sex in general, like how it's uh, like. Well, yeah, you know, the conversation's always so like. Ooh. Right, and what what turns people on is always interesting to me. Yeah. It's like why that. Why is that what turns you on? Yeah. Because there's a lot of gay material that when I'm, like, looking at it, I'm like, girl, why? Like, that's not. But at the same time, like, you know. now. It's all, well, yeah. But I think it's cool that everyone has their thing. But it just, you know, like, what I was on a trip with a guy. And he's like, his whole thing for the night was like, yo, like, you know, don't uh, kink shame. Like, that was his whole thing. He would mm. just say all the time. He's like, yo, bro, don't kink shame. And I was like, you know what? That's kind of cool. Is like, it because you know, he was super kinky? I don't know. Probably. I don't know, but I'm just saying, like, you know what? Live your life. Do you whatever makes you feel good. Don't push it on other people. Or as long as know. two people are consenting yeah. and you're into it. Like. Absolutely. Like, if that's how you roll, do it. Yeah. That's awesome. All right, Scott, what's your social media? Anyway, at Scott Tavlin, S-C-O-T-T-T-A-V-L-I-N. Don't hey, kick Hey, platypus posse. Uh, Holly, what's your social media? Radio Holly. <laughs> On TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. Mine is Miguel Fuller, M-I-G-U-E-L-F-U-L-L-E-R. The reason I'm not on Snapchat anymore. Hey, you can find me on Instagram, TikTok, all the fun places. Make sure to leave us a review, please. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe you know what? Just skip this one. No, don't. Leave leave a review. Let us know. We're just learning together. Yeah, on uh, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to the podcast. And we'll see you on Wednesday. Bye. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.